All right. We're rolling. We're ro- we're recording. Hello and welcome. Yep. Welcome to Damage Control Season 1, Episode 1. Oh boy. Here we go. We're yep. in it. Full swing. Hi guys, I'm Robin. And I'm Imani. Welcome to our podcast. Yep. <laughs> so Robin, how was your week? Girl... It's been a week. It's been good. It's been good. I'm just very, for those of you don't, who don't know me, I'm a very, I don't like to like not have things to do, which is a blessing and a curse. So I've been very busy. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm a videographer. And so I have been, and also a photographer. I mostly, I specialize in video, but I also do like engagements, family pictures, all that stuff. So it's been a week where I just like, everybody's reaching out i think it's like holiday season where people want stuff so yeah it's been good i've been getting a lot of gigs which has been nice but also just trying to stay on top of everything i have some projects in the works that i'm trying to release by the end of the year and then they're just like keep getting pushed back because things keep popping up but it's good overall it's good works good i'm happy we're thriving we're smiling how was your week uh i don't even know what i did this week this is the first week of november it's been good we we've been doing a lot of poker nights oh fine as a family so we just learned how to play poker i knew how to play but my mom bought a poker set wow and we've been playing every this is going to be the first night in like five days that we have not played poker oh my gosh and so that's been fun i've won like four out of five i think get it girl um but of course this is not real money we're gambling with so such a bummer you know i i don't have anything to show for it but um that's been fun so that's pretty much it i've been helping my grandparents out around the house staying inside for the most part yeah um any good shows nothing crazy oh my gosh yes what's up okay i watched this show probably in like three days oh it's boy called hollywood oh i've heard good things about it and it's on netflix yeah and i just randomly I, I don't know what why i came across it but i did and it's about like old time hollywood yes in, like the 40s and it was amazing like i don't oh, usually so watch series over again but i would watch that one over again. really like i hate rewatching stuff you're the third friend to bring that up because I heard it was like very cinematically, like pleasing. Yes, like I heard it's that filmed so well. Ooh, you would appreciate it. I probably and would. I think it was filmed well, and I don't. I don't really always know what I'm looking for, but it's just it, like you know when it's good. You yeah. Know? So I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'm personally on a One Tree Hill bender again. Have you I ever s- seen that? Scene? <laughs> have you ever seen that show? We watched that in high school. Yes. Like. All my friends, all yeah. of us were watching that at the same time. So, yes. Yeah. So, are you Team Lucas or um, <laughs> Team Nathan? Well, so, I, this is, like, my probably fourth time watching it all the way through again. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am saying I don't like rewatching stuff. And you're yeah. Watching. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. It just, like, for some reason. So, my friend has a Hulu account. And so, I just kind of hopped on his Hulu account and he doesn't have commercials he like pays extra to not have commercials and i was like oh my gosh this is amazing so i was just watching like looking through what's on hulu and one tree hill was up because i watched it 
I think it was on Netflix. I don't know. Yeah. Or something. I watched it and I just forgot how like so good it is. And I'm not really for like emotional shows or Mm -hmm. like love stories. Like if you know me, this is like a really weird fact. Like I love movies that don't have happy endings and I love movies that like the guy doesn't get the girl or like any of that. I don't know. I'm weird because I just don't like predictable shows and movies but orange hill is very predictable but there's some twists and turns let me tell you so i'm investing i'm just i'm going in i've probably there's like 20 episodes in the first season and i'm only on day four and i'm on season two yeah so it's just good i just i you you know i but i never got over keith i never got over oh my gosh that's a spoiler (gasps) maybe i should uh (laughs) well they don't know what happens yeah Um, but yeah that that was a it was a and i will never rewatch the show because that was enough that was enough pain inflicted the first time around yeah there's a there's a lot of pain in that show but also like i like feeling it sounds so bad i like feeling something yeah that's exactly do you watch this is us oh oh girl i tried i got probably three seasons in and I would be exhausted after one episode because I was just like emotionally drained and I like wanted to cry and I don't cry and I was just it was too much like Mandy Moore loved her ever since I walked to remember and I I I can't do it anymore I had to stop but I like it because it gets me there I guess yeah it's like like, I'm not gonna go there on my own but that show kind of just gives me a gentle nudge in the right direction yeah I like hardcore went into it and I think I went too hard and you binged watched it I did oh, that's, I think that's oh, what did it I nope. yeah I think that's what did it and I just I think yeah, I think it was on season two or three I think the daughter just found out she was pregnant that's more spoilers at. sorry oh guys. sorry <laughs> <laughs> my bad my bad well yeah so I don't know I I just couldn't do it anymore but if it's not for me it's but it's for somebody else well don't binge watch it yeah you gotta watch once a week i watch it as it airs as it comes so yeah, it's probably smart because i started watching it freshman year of college is that when it started yeah oh wow so it's recent this is season five. Oh wow so this, yeah and i just graduated wow yep it's wild so how do we meet imani how are we friends well, we met in college. Yeah, we did. Um, Couple of Monastronco Broncos. Yes, we've known each other almost five years now. Your freshman year is when I met you, and I'm one above you. It'll be five years next year. So, like, four and a half. Well, yeah, let's just say four and a half. We've been friends for a while. We we, we both joined the same club on campus, Crew. Shout out to Crew. Yep. And I think we were... I honestly don't remember like the exact moment. Do you remember the exact moment where we met? I think we just kind of like morphed. The first memory I have is um, plates for eight. Oh my gosh, were you? Th- and I you was were at, at my Raven house. Hill. Oh, and we had lobster. Yes. Yes, you were there. Yes. Yes, that and was, it was fun. Me and one other freshman, and then like all of our yes. friend group. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we were like. Like we sat next to each other, me and the other freshman, and we were like, "What do we get ourselves into? What do we do? Like, what do, we, <laughs> like, do we talk? Do we not talk?" Oh my gosh, really? No, I always talk. Okay, I was just saying, I remember that. No, yeah, yeah, that was a fun time. Yeah, yeah. College was 
I think that's where I met majority of my friends. I mean, I have a lot of, you know, family friends and high school friends that I still talk to, but college definitely was like the core of like the realest friendships that I think I found. And a lot of them were with crew. Like I have my core people I'd say are from there. Would you say the same? Yeah, for sure. Um, that was kind of where I spent all of my time. Yeah. Outside of like my major classes and um, yeah, outside of classes, I, if I wasn't in class, I was with somebody from crew. Yeah. And I lived with people from crew. I socialized with people from crew. I played sports with people in crew. So crew is definitely um, the central hub of where I met um most of my lifelong friends mm-hmm. i would say yeah i can't think of besides high school i can't think of lifelong friends i met in college that weren't somehow connected to crew mm-hmm. yeah i'd say the same majority of my friends are from there and i think i think the reason why <clears throat> excuse me i think the reason why i found such a good I don't know. They were just really good people. There was a lot of people that genuinely like wanted to know who you were. Like when um, I remember our friend Bree, she asked me the first time ever. She was like, so how are you doing and everything? I'm like, oh, I'm doing fine. And she's like, how's your heart? And I was like, <laughs> I hate that question. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the heck does that mean? She's like, oh, how's your heart? Like, how are you? Like, genuinely like your heart how is it (laughs) i was just like beating it's fine and she's like no like tell me what's going on and i was just like why would somebody want to know that much like my family we like we're i'd say we're like a close family like we share things but it was never like intense like how's your heart or how's how are you really feeling it was more like hey how's it going how's your day what do you want for dinner like we just, it's just how our family was. So like that was the genuinely the first time somebody was like wanting to really know who I am and really know how I'm doing. And it actually like kind of freaked me out because it's just like, I don't want to share all my stuff with you. But I think that really opened up my eyes to what kind of a friend is for, like a genuine friend. Like I think it's healthy to have like a good mix of both of I don't know, like the high bye friend, the friend to go to concerts with and the friend to like check yourself and all that types of stuff. But I think, I mean, just with that one question, it really made me kind of refocus on what is a friend. Mm-hmm. And how would you describe a friend? Oh, I mean, like I said, I think, I think we, I mean, personally, I have the friends that like I mean, I was a fashion major in college, so I have, like, my fashion friends, people that, who can, I can send, you know, Louis Vuitton runway videos to, and I can send, I have off-roading friends, I can send a cool truck video to, and I think doing things with those types of friends are good, and, like, having surface-level friends, I don't think is a bad thing, um, but I do genuinely think you need a friend to check in on you, a person who genuinely cares, who puts in the 50-50 effort, and those are really hard to come by, mm-hmm. I've noticed now in my 23 year of life going on 24 like you really have to you really have to focus on and think about who you want to invest your time into and see if they're in the see if they're willing to do the same with you what would you consider a friend 
Um, I think a big thing for me is just that you guys are on equal playing fields, you yeah. know? Like, I'm not the kind of friend who's going to text you back every five minutes. I'm just, that's just not who I am. Yeah. And so I have a lot of the kind, a lot of my closest friends are people that I can, I can text every three months and be like, how are you doing? Last Mm -hmm. time this was happening, blah, 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 blah. Let's catch up. Mm -hmm. I am the let's catch up friend because I do not like... I don't like check-ins over texting. I can't stand it. Or let's FaceTime if, you know, based on how 2020 has gone, I'll set up a FaceTime date or let's get dinner. Like that is the kind of friends that I surround myself with because people who like need the constant reassurance reassurance, and I want to hang out with you all the time, I that just like suffocate you it it feels it it's not suffocating it's just like i i'm a people pleaser so i can't like it makes me feel like i have to do those things Mm. and that's not who i am it's like opposite of how i was made you know so yeah i would describe a friend as somebody who um you it just has to be equal if you're a kind of person who needs the constant like hangouts and you need the constant check-ins it's good to have somebody who's also like that yes because it there's a balance you know yes um yeah so and, and i would i would also describe a friend as somebody who is honest with you yeah. who is upfront who does not who does not kind of sugarcoat things Mm -hmm. to make you feel good um i've just the friends that i have like really stuck around are definitely people who have called me out on some crap yeah and i think that that's like what builds the friendship um otherwise you're just hanging out with somebody who you pretend to like um so i i think that honesty is like a huge one yeah for sure i'd say the same and i think kind of going off of what you said I think if a friendship necessarily isn't like performing the way you would like to and if you're not happy with you know because I I, people do change people grow and people you know go on a different path and I think it's okay to end a friendship when it's almost necessary like I mean I've I haven't had too many of those in my lifetime praise the lord but I've had you know some had to be a little bit more distant because they were going a different way that I not necessarily didn't agree. I'm literally the least judgmental person, but, um, I think it's okay to end a friendship, but I do think, I do think you should keep it civil because you never know when you're going to run into them next. Yeah. Or like, you know, who knows you could find, you could see them at somebody's wedding 10 years later. Like, and you don't want to put like your friends through that. Like, Hey, don't, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Don't, don't sit. Don't, don't let me sit next to so-and-so at your wedding party. Send different tables, please. Yeah, like, do not do that to your friends, people. Like, that's not fair. So I think, like, yes, it is okay to end a friendship, but, like, keep it as civil as you can. Um, but, yeah, I do think people are in our life for a specific reason. And I do think some are only in our life for a specific season. And I think it's okay to let them go. But 
I don't know. For sure. And I feel like the whole idea of like, we're not friends anymore, so I like don't like her, I don't like him. Like, that's very high school. Yeah, not about it. And I feel like we're going to listen to this later and be like, we thought we were so grown because (laughs) we were past (laughs) high school. But it really is. I think that like having had friendships that didn't go the way I wanted them to, like I would never bash those people either. Like we were still friends at a point. And I think that like if you are truly friends with someone and you truly love a person, you don't resort to intentionally harming that person, even if it's somebody who did you wrong, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I also don't trust people who bash their friends. So that's that's the other thing. If you are talking about somebody who you call a friend to me, that you're pretty much you're just discrediting yourself as a friend in my opinion that's a good point so i think that yeah keeping it civil it's definitely okay because i you still have to think about yourself Mm -hmm. in friendship too and i think both of us tend to be the kind of person who's like how can i help you and how can i help the other person how can i do this for them and how can i do that and then you forget that you're also a factor Sure. in the equation so i have walked away from one friendship that i completely burned the bridge oh no I, but that and that is like out of my whole life like i'm still yeah. friends with people i could see people from elementary school and it'd be cool you know that's good so but besides that one person that's you know that's it and that was a decision that i was like you know what my mental health mm-hmm. and my emotional health is not being cared for by this person. Like, I just can't, I'm not going to keep putting myself in a position to be hurt. So I think that there's like logic you got to use. You can't just, you can't just blindly walk into it, you know? Yeah. And I think too, I mean, like we said, I'm 23, you're 22 and we're kind of, you know, we've graduated college. We're into the real world, into the real world. And I think it's very important, like, who you give your time to. Because, I mean, me personally, I only have so many hours out of the week to commit to friends. And I am very picky about who I give that time frame to because I only have so much of it. So I think those friends who genuinely invest that time into you and who want to see you succeed and help you succeed, if that person, oh my goodness, if that person is not building you, they're almost breaking you mm-hmm. like and I think I mean everybody has has their own pace of life there's no no shade to that but I mean from like for me personally like I said I only have so many hours in a week like you really have to think about who you want to give that to and who you want to allow to know about your life like I don't know it's it gets tricky when you get older yeah I'm, I'm learning that it's tricky but I also like I said earlier, I can be a people pleaser for sure. Yeah. Especially if I know if I know the person well and I know this kind of makes them tick and this kind of like rubs them the wrong way. Like I will sacrifice my own emotional health so that they aren't uncomfortable, which isn't fair to myself. And I've learned that. And I think that like it's tricky because it's like you you're aware of this person 
and like what they like what they don't like and Mm -hmm. how your friendship operates and the minute that you are like this really isn't working for me it's hard because then now you're kind of changing the structure of your friendship but i think that a genuine friendship if it's gonna last over a period of time like it has the structure of it has to change you know yeah you have to grow with each other yeah so i kind of don't feel bad for like growing outgrowing certain people you know yeah and it's not necessarily bad blood it's just we've outgrown each other Mm -hmm. and the time that we had together was great but it's on to new things yeah you know and i don't think there's anything wrong with that no i like this question oh okay do you believe in best friends Mm. that is a good question um i can honestly say i've had one best friend in my entire life um we were middle school best friends and it was like the typical i don't know like what's it called coming of age movie (laughs) (laughs) best friends were like i was brunette she was blonde and we played volleyball together and she was honestly like looking back actually fun fact there's this ring on my finger right here and this says friends or no yeah mine says friends and hers had best i got these in seventh grade and you still have it i still wear it every day wow and it's not necessarily i mean i like i'm a ring person but like she's one of the people that i mean when we got to high school she transferred so it was really hard to keep that friendship as she moved like counties but um yeah she was one of those friends where like it was a lot of fun but as soon as she left I didn't really have a lot of friends because I invested all of my time into her and so I think it's it's fun I think it's really fun but also I think it's kind of unhealthy like just having that one best best friend but I would like you know to have that friend be like hey let's grab ice cream at 4am or something like that where it'd be fun like the friend who's always down kind of thing and you can relate to but I don't know. I feel like you need some variety in your life for being like an overall person, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was a fun time, fun two years. And I think like when you're 13, 14 years old, like you're still trying to figure things out. But yeah, I don't know. It's not that I necessarily, I don't know if I don't believe in it. I just, I go back and forth like, oh my gosh, I just want like a best friend who do everything with me and like go to concerts, do this, do that. But it's absolutely like, you know me, it's impossible to find somebody who's exactly into all the things that I'm into. I'm a very broad spectrum of a gal. So I don't know. I feel like it's good to not because you need, you need other opinion. You need other opinions. You need other life events pouring into you. And I feel like with a best friend that can be a little bit limited what do you think um i think i don't like the term best friends no no but i had a similar okay so the only person that i described as a best friend was in middle school though really because i feel like in middle school everybody wants a best friend you know like it was all the hype and it was a pretty similar situation. I mean, we were always together. If you found one of us, you probably found both of us. Mm-hmm. Or we knew where the other one was, you know. And 
it was really fun. Like looking back on it, it was very fun at the time. But as an adult, I would definitely call that friendship toxic because, okay, so we went to different high schools. Okay. And I'm the kind of person who is just going to jump in the water and I'm going to swim. Like, I'm a social butterfly. I want to be social. I like being social. I like talking to people. I'm going to talk wherever <laughs> I am. Like, if if I'm quiet, it's, it's pretty rare that I'm quiet unless I'm uncomfortable. But, you know, it was just like, I didn't have the same amount of time to put into that friendship that I did in middle school. Yeah. And we both played high school sports with in private school which is basically like fast track to getting a scholarship so it was like serious sports and we just didn't have time and it caused a lot of tension in our friendship because i had my other friends in high school Mm -hmm. she had her other friends in high school and we didn't have time for each other and so I, like I said, I've learned that I don't do well with people who, like, need me all the time, you know? Yeah. And at the time, she was the kind of person who wanted that all the time. Like, wow. the same amount of attention, but I didn't have the same attention to give. So, I definitely enjoyed it at the time, but we didn't stay friends. I mean, we're still cool to this day. And if she needed something, I would definitely help her out. And I'm sure that she would do the same. But it was just one of those things where it's like we outgrew each other. Yeah. You know? And after that, I was like, I'm never calling anybody my best friend ever again. Because I just feel like it creates unrealistic expectations. Yes. Like, we see these best friends in movies that do everything together. It's a lie. And it's it's just, I don't have that capacity for people. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I definitely think that, like, I refer to people as, like, my close circle of mm-hmm. friends. Like, this is a close friend of mine. But I, I have different friends for different things, like you said. Yeah. Like, there are some friends who I can send music to that, and there's some friends who I would never send a song to because they either wouldn't like it or they have completely, I almost said... <laughs> I almost said completely garbage music taste. Oh, no. But that's not really fair. They just have different music tastes than I do. They and just it's have not, their own. Yeah, they just... <laughs> awful it's taste. It's eclectic. <laughs> eclectic, yes. Use that word, so, eclectic. It, yeah, so there's some friends who I would never send music to. And I think that that's okay. I actually do better with that. Yeah. As opposed to... I have one friend that I go to all the time. Like, that has never been a good dynamic for me for friendship. So. And I think that's, I like I said, I think that's healthy. And I kind of going into that, um, I've always been, like, a big advocate of don't, like, as a female, don't find your satisfaction in a boy. Or, I mean, if you're into girls, that's fine. But, like, if, if like, don't find your satisfaction in somebody telling you you're pretty or somebody telling you whatever. I've always been a big advocate of that, um, to not find your satisfaction in that. But I found myself almost being, what's it called? What's it called? Craving? No. Like, what's it called when you say something and do the opposite? Or do it? Hypocritical. Hypocritical. Thank you. I almost found myself being hypocritical. And 
I found my satisfaction in my friends. Um, I, especially during COVID. Oh my mm. gosh. April. COVID. April was a tough month. Um, we can get into that another episode. That's, yeah. That's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole one. Um, April. I'll just label it April 2020. Yep. Um, but I found my satisfaction and my joy and my happiness in spending time with other people. And I felt important because somebody wanted to spend time with me. And I actually, like, literally, like, just last week came to this realization that because I this year has been not only sucky because of COVID, but I, it's just been a very disappointing year with friends. Um, I have a lot of flaky people and I'm not, I don't do good with flaky people. And, um, there's just been a lot of canceling, a lot of postponing, a lot of, oh, I forgot. And just all this stuff. And it's just been a very disappointing year for friends with me. And I think it's a solid reminder that God's like, Hey, you're finding your joy and satisfaction in those people, like find it in me or find it in, you know, find it in yourself, find it in your artistic outlets. And that's just been a really big thing for me. Have you ever experienced the same? Yeah, for sure. And I, I think, I think 2020 in general, and I mean, since you guys weren't here for this conversation, Robin and I have had this conversation a few times. We're just 2020. I feel like people's true colors have come out in the yes. worst ways. Yes. Um, and I just got to a point where I was like, you know what? There are some people that I've been fighting for to stay in my life and maybe mm -hmm. they just need to go. And maybe I just need to let them. Um, and I think that it was definitely highlighted and heightened in like April, May, mm -hmm. June. And it was a combination of things. I mean, it was what was going on in America. It was it was people's lack of effort in the friendship. And it was just like when we do talk, it just I got to a point where I was like, I don't even know if you really care the way I thought you did. Mm. And for me, I this last year. I've been so low energy. Like I, I'm usually a very giving person and I can give a lot and I can give and give and give and give and give. But this year I would, I just haven't had it. No. And I needed my friends to help me. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of friends who weren't there for that. And there was a lot of friends who were like, you're so different. You're usually doing this, this and this. And that caused issues because it's like, I'm always giving, I'm always giving and now they have this expectation that I'm always going to be operating at 100. Yeah. And now that I'm at 10% and I, like, need your help, it's like you're more concerned that I'm not giving you what you want, you know? Yeah. So that – and I, I didn't – I did not hold anybody – I didn't hold that over anybody's head. And I, I still won't. But it definitely – it definitely was a point where I was like, you know what? I need to reevaluate who my inner circle is because these people who are not willing to do the work and to help me when I'm like at my lowest, I, I don't need that right yeah. now, you know? And there will be a point where I'm at 100 again and then we'll be good. 
But I think that those are the kind of friends that it's like, these are not my inner circle friends. These are just the people I hang out with sometimes, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I've definitely had some issues with that. And I think that at first it really sucked. And I was like, I maybe I'm putting too much weight into my friends. Like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm the one who's like, putting like maybe i'm getting too much satisfaction out of this but i think that there's a healthy medium you know like i think we were built to be with other people yeah so i think that that's okay but i think i just i just had expectations that were too high for some people you know yeah so and that's a tough like realization mm -hmm. it's like dang I totally thought, and I wanted you to be good so bad. Yeah, exactly. I wanted you to pick the right answer. Yeah, but you didn't. <laughs> yes, and I think like, and then you have to reflect on yourself. Like, wait, why did I think mm -hmm. they were at that level? And then looking, like, I just had this realization with a friend. Like, okay, we've been friends for however many years. Okay, what have you like genuinely? poured into me what have you genuinely helped me with have you have you helped me grow or have we only just and like like I said before I'm not contradicting myself I think it's good to have those like surface level friends to an extent like I think it's mm -hmm. okay to like I don't know catch up every once in a while but if this person is you think is you're a little bit more intense of a friend or deeper of a friendship and then you're looking back on it and you're like wow they weren't there for me during that oh my gosh, I was there for them for that. And then, oh, I helped them out there and like all this types of stuff. And um, it sucks. It genuinely sucks. And I think it's healthy to um, confront that friend to be like, hey, this is on my mind. Are, you, are we on the same level? If not, it's cool. I just want to know. So I don't expect that from you and don't have that bitterness towards you. Because mm -hmm. I've been, I've had a, I've been bitter yeah <laughs> i'm i will be say that i have been bitter and it sucks like i don't want that i don't want to have a hard heart hard heart towards anybody and that happens a lot of times with people who are givers because uh, yeah. it's like i'm just so like that's where you naturally are and it's not often that you're like nobody's really giving to me you know like it, yeah. it that's like almost counter thinking for somebody who's a natural giver sure so I think that like when you do get to a point where it's like my cup is empty and nobody's like pouring into it, then that's when you're like, oh no, what is like, what, how have I been, you know, like yeah. then that's when you start to think of like, are the people around me really, do they really care? Are they truly there for me? You know? Mm -hmm. And sometimes too, I think that we trick ourselves into thinking we don't have friends and then we really do, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like part of that is one, being an adult, but also not being, not being afraid to share like, okay, I need this, you know? Because I think I'm the kind of person who's, I mean, we spend all day with ourselves. So I know when I'm not having a good day, but how are you going to know that if I didn't say, yeah. or like, you know? So I feel like... Friendship gets the bottom part of the totem pole when it comes to relationships. Like we think of like dating and marriage and family and then it's like, okay, and my friends too, you know? Yeah. And I think that like a lot of times we just expect 
certain things and it's unspoken. Nobody, nobody can read your mind. So I think, and, and that's huge in this generation. Like the amount of people who feel isolated and lonely is like at an all time high. Outrageous. Even worse now because we've all been locked up. Yeah. So, but I, I feel like that's where the communication comes in of like, okay, these are my close friends and I know they care about me. Let me tell them that I need this, this, and this, you know? Yeah. And then... Rather than just expecting you to do it, you know? Yeah. And I'm I'm not good at that. Me either. <laughs> I'm like... Me either. I, I just like want to keep it fun. I want to keep it happy. Like, let's not, let's not get into emotions. Like, no, there is no need for that. There's, let's go dancing. Let's go out and have a good time. Like, do you remember the first time we had that conversation? Which one? Where we were like, neither one of us likes emotions. We have to talk about this. Where were, we were in um, downtown Riverside. Like, um, oh my gosh, what's that church? Is it a church? A mission. The mission mission? inn? Yes. Yeah, it's a hotel. And we like walked down there and neither one of us was at like a really great place. (laughs) But we were like, let's just keep it easy. (laughs) Let's just not. Let's just just know that I'm not in a good spot. You're not in a good spot. And that's as far as we need to go. (laughs) But let's like still have a good time. Mm -hmm. Let's just like defer and Mm -hmm. defer and defer. And I mean, I don't know about you. I'm... I'm not necessarily one of those people where like I explode because I am like I or implode, I guess, because I keep it in. I just like I feel bad putting the burden of my hardship or emotion on other people. Like I genuinely am like you probably already have your own issues and your own emotions probably way worse than mine. But yet I'm giving you my hurt. I I don't know how to say that. Yeah. Like I always feel so bad unless... I know that's a safe friend. Like, I can... Honestly, like, I only have, like, a handful of those. Mm-hmm. But when I do, I feel so relieved after because I trust those people. Yep. But literally, that happens, what, four times a year, maybe? Yeah. And then it's fine. It's my quarterly... It's a quarterly <laughs> it's release. Quarterly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think, like, I operate like that, too. Yeah. Like, I don't want to dwell in what's not making me feel good you know like i don't want to dwell in the negativity Mm -mm. i would much rather have like i'm gonna start my day with a good day and then if something happens during that day then i'll worry about it you know like i don't like i don't like dwelling on trauma and like damaging things you know hence our podcast yes which is (laughs) yeah that's just okay side note we named this damage control which is really funny for us because we don't like talking about this stuff but i think we've both recognized now that there's like so much fruit when you go there yeah that it just needs to be shared you know yeah for sure and i I think that's exactly what a friend is supposed to do you know like that's If I can't, I mean, every friendship doesn't have to be like this, but I think if I did not have the core group of friends who I could call and tell them anything or, you know, I I could depend on, that's hard. And I feel like that is what friendship is for. Yeah. You know, not every friendship, but your close friends 
are like gems. Oh, They're yeah. blessings. You can't you can't replace a friend like that. Especially for people who are kind of closed off, not as open. Because there are some people who just tell anybody anything. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> it's like, bless <laughs> ah. you guys. All the power to you. I'm a great listener. I don't Same. mind listening to other people. Oh, no. But Anytime. I'm not going to spill. Like, we'll that just keep easily. talking about you the whole time. It's fine. Yeah. Like, we have one friend who, in mutual, I don't know if I'll tell you who it is later, but who, you'll probably figure it out. <laughs> But she can just, literally, we, we're at coffee and it's two minutes in and she's just like an open flood of all of her emotions in, in a good way. Like oh, she just, oh my goodness. like she, yeah. like bless her. Like there's nothing yes. wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. I, I actually find it very impressive. Yeah. How she could just, here's where I'm struggling and here's where like I could really use prayer and like all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh yeah, oh, I'm, I'm there. And Okay. I just can't do it. I can't do that. Uh-uh. I feel and naked. we have a lot of funny conversations when we go out together because I'll tell her, like, I'm just dealing with this and I know it's there, but I just don't want to deal with it. And she's yeah. like, nope, just let it out. Just, just let, let it come. It, just, it needs to happen. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. But bless her. Mm-hmm. Those people have talent. Like, genuinely. Exactly. And I think... I think it's good that we have those type of people in this world and the kind of people like us who don't have that. Yeah. Because I think it, it provides a good balance. And exactly. I think, I think we need both. I genuinely, I think we need both. And that those people, it's really easy to talk to people who are like empaths like that because they're not strangers to emotion. Yeah. You know, like they are so comfortable in their own emotion and others people other people's emotions that if i tell them something highly emotional it's just like oh yeah yeah they don't freak out <laughs> yeah like it's just so normal like my sister is a high empath like she is able to take emotion process emotion and spew it out oh Bless and her. it be like a logical process. I thought this through. This is why I'm feeling this. Blah, blah, blah. It takes me weeks and months. <laughs> Years. <laughs> yeah. Actually, because I just am so like, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to talk about that it. That when I do, it's like, it's been months now. Yeah. And now we have to revisit this old stuff that was like months ago. But also I was trying to just suck it up and it didn't work. Sometimes it does. Like, honestly, sometimes you can just <laughs> defer, 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 defer. And then you're like, we're good. Like, I don't know. I don't That's maybe very unhealthy. Though, I mean, I like to trick myself into thinking it, Because, so. okay, there are some people who, like, can do something very irritating or, like, very... Okay, I feel like I'm, I can be very passive aggressive, though. So I can think and tell myself everything's okay, everything's yeah. okay, and I'll feel okay genuinely in the moment. <laughs> but like later on, it'll just hit me randomly and I'll just be like, "You know what? That wasn't right." And now I'm pissed about it and it was 3 months ago. Like and, and now we're not okay, you know? And Yeah. I gave this person the false impression of thinking that we are okay and now all of a sudden we're not. Mm. Which I feel like is not fair of me to do. No, that's it's one not. that's one thing that I know I need to work on. Because it's just not fair. Yeah, it's not fair to either party. That's a good point. 
No. It's a very good point. And there are some things that I can get over, but there are some things, like the one friendship that I'm like done with, I was like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, for like four or five months. And I was just like swallowing these really hard emotions. And then all of a sudden at two in the morning, I was like, I am pissed. Oh, no. And I just can't, like, I can't contain it anymore. Like, this needs to come out. And it did. And it, like, while I still feel justified in what I did, I still think that, like, it could have been much better and much easier if I would have just up front been like, that was not okay. Yeah. You know? And I didn't try and hold it in because... I can't do that. I, I I can't do it. I also hate... It's it's a... Um, what do they call it? A catch-22 because I don't like emotions, but I feel them all the time. <laughs> and I need to express them or else... Yeah. You blow up. Yeah. I blow up. I, yeah. Like I said, I don't know if I necessarily blow up or implode. I, don't, I honestly don't know. I've been very blessed with like being careful with friends and like not necessarily well no that's not true i've gotten hurt by plenty of friends <laughs> <laughs> wait let me think back to high school <laughs> i mean like in the more recent years i should say like my last four or five years i've been very blessed with you know being kind of a little bit more careful who i invest mm-hmm. my time in but there has been you know a handful of people where i'm like that sucks and like i really want to fix that but also no yeah i need to fix it i can't say an excuse about it and I think, like, th- th- this is literally proof, like, I'm still growing. Like, I still need these reminders to be like, no, fix that friendship. There's something wrong with it. You know there is. You think it's fine. You want to tell yourself it's fine, but it's actually awful. So, yeah, that's something that I'm definitely working on still. And it feels so much better when you get it out. It's just the anticipation. And, and yeah, it's usually much worse in your head than it is actually on the table. Because, and I think that that's something that grown-up friendships, I'll call them, that you realize where it's like, okay, I I don't like conflict. I am very conflict avoidant. Mm -hmm. I will will convince myself of lies just so that I won't (laughs) have to deal with conflict. But I, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes back around. And I think that what I've learned, like facing conflict head on, and just like let's get this on the table now and talk about it like that has been so much more fruitful for both parties and if they're really your friends they're gonna stick through that you know yeah because they can feel it too i think like i think you know when when something's wrong something's off you know when something is not going right so i say that's good yeah so what would you say is one important lesson you've learned through friendships just to kind of wrap this up one important lesson I've learned through friendships, I think probably the most important one is when you can trust a friend, you can trust a friend, you know? And what I mean by that is if, I, if I've gone through hell and back with you, that to me is solidified. Like there's, and it, it doesn't mean that we have to talk every day. It doesn't mean that we have to do all the like classic best friend things but I think that my friendships now my close friendships have been like forged in fire 
Yeah. And I think that because I'm the kind of person who's like, I'm not going to reach out for help. I'm not going to ask for this. I'm not going to do that. It stops me a lot of times from cultivating and growing those friendships because it's like I'm not giving them opportunity to give back. Good point. So I think that what I've learned is asking for help is good. And actually, it's like watering those friendships you know yeah because it can't always be life is not always fun and games as much as i would like it to be if only and so like a year like this year being able to go to certain friends has been like a safe haven in a hectic hectic year so i think that being able to ask for help i'm still working on it i'm (laughs) same I'm saying this like I'm very good at it, but I really, <laughs> I really am not. Really not. We're all learning. What about you? What's one important lesson you've learned through friendship? Um, I mean, I kind of touched on it before, but like if honestly, if this person is not challenging you to be the better you, like really be careful with those friends. Like really there, there are wolves, I guess, in friendships, people who want to bring you down to lift them up and i've single or first-handed first-hand yeah first-handed been that friend that this person steps on to get higher and i think if you see that i mean confront it i mean i could say that it's way easier to say than do but i don't know i think it's just be super important who you invest your time into and make sure that they are building you up and helping you grow and helping you succeed because i mean we're all just trying to make it in this world. Why not support each other? Like, why not be a stepping stone into their career or to their next endeavor? I think just, like, be there for your friends. And, like, when you bless, you will be blessed. Like, that's literally the motto of my life. Like, buy them a dinner. Go take them out. Go support. If they're starting a band, go support their band. Like, do things to help grow your friends and make sure those same friends are helping you grow. So yeah, it's it's a it's a journey and I said we're still young. We're probably going to meet way more people in our life, but I think we've been very blessed with it with the people. I'm blessed to know you as a friend. Happy you're here, friend. Yeah. Same. Right back at you. <laughs> so yeah, we're So to kind of wrap up, we're thank you guys for uh listening to our first episode. Um we're going to kind of cover all different types of topics, uh both comfortable and uncomfortable for the listener and us. Yep. Um and we just appreciate you guys making it to the end um we're gonna set up an instagram and um all that stuff so follow us i'll link everything in the description and um also we're gonna be setting up a email address uh we're gonna have that in the link as well um if you guys want to you know have us cover a specific topic um have us you know answer some questions or anything we are in no way, shape, or form um, more intelligent or higher up in life than anybody. But we're just trying to swim, honestly. Yeah. So, but we're we're here to like help. We're here to help control the damage in both our lives and people who are kind of following us in this. So, go ahead and send us a question. Send us a message. Um, and yeah, anything else you want to say? I think we're good. <laughs> okay. Bye, friends.